Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Rachel. We're the creators of Plant School. Rachel's going to be teaching me, a plant novice, everything I need to know about plants, plant care, and gardening, all in a way that anyone can understand. Yeah, whether you have never touched a plant or you consider yourself an expert and you want to just learn more, this podcast is for you. And though it sounds simple, there's actually a lot to cover. So what are you waiting for? Join Join us us in in Plant plant school. School. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 9 of the Plant School Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about uh, how to take care of fiddly figs. And this is the first time we are doing a specific plant care guide episode. If you have a specific plant that you want us to talk about in a future episode, hit us up in our Instagram at tennyplants or email us at tennyplants at gmail.com with the specific plant that you want us to talk about and answer your questions about, and we will make an episode about it. Um, So let's go ahead and jump into it, Rachel. Where did fiddly figs get their name, and what are their history? What is its history? Yeah, so a fiddly fig, it's, um, what's the word? Its scientific name is Ficus lorata, and it gets both of these names, fiddly fig, because of its leaves looking like fiddles, ficus lyrata because like a liar, it looks like, you know what a liar is? You know, like, like those old Liar, school. liar, your pants are on fire? No, like L-Y-R-E. Oh, like a like liar. A, like, like a guitar. Like a little Like harp. a little harp thingy. Yeah. yeah. So it, it looks similar to a fiddle or a liar. And so that's how it, go- it got, how, I can't. <laughs> I can't speak. What am I trying to say? That's well, how it got its name. If you... I know. What am I doing? Anyways, that's how it got its name. There we go. Um, fiddly figs are native to Western Africa in their rainforest regions. Um, and it's also so a fiddly fig is a type of fig um, called a banyan fig. So that means it's an epiphyte. Sam, do you know what epiphyte means? No. I doubt many people who are listening to this know what an epiphyte is. It is a plant that lives on top of another plant. Oh. It kind of so like kind of parasitic. Plant, like a plant sandwich. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> below the pl- <laughs> It's not below the plant. Uh, it's just a It's the top bun. Yeah, it's a... the top bun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so it lives on other plants, um, and it is a parasite because fiddly figs, when in the wild, they won't they won't do this in your house, of course, um, but they will start to send down roots um, of it's usually a tree that its seeds will land on and start growing on, so it'll start to send down roots, take over the original tree, strangle it, and take it over. Isn't that kind of creepy? Sounds like some weird. 
movie. Thing. Like an alien. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it kind of does. So it obviously won't do that in your house, but um, if you like look up fiddle leaf figs in um, Western Africa, they are huge trees. Like it is crazy. I didn't know they could <laughs> be this big, but you in know, your five home, people die every year from a being strangled by their fiddle leaf fig. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh. We're trying to engender love of houseplants, and here you are telling them. Well, the roots the just got a hold of them. They just can outrun them. Oh, I see. That would be terrifying. Yeah. You know I'm going to have dreams about this now. <laughs> All right. So is this an easy or a hard plant to take care of? So my opinion slash reality. <laughs> no, it it's hard. It's a harder plant to take care of. Of course, like it's doable and you can manage one just fine. But it is on the trickier side. I would not recommend this plant to like someone who has never owned a plant before. Just because... They kill you. <laughs> they'll strangle you. <laughs> no, they're just a little bit finicky. A finicky fiddle leaf fig. Say that five times fast. Finicky fiddle leaf fig. Finicky fiddle leaf fig. Yeah, it's pretty That's pretty easy. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the reason why is because, um, like I said earlier, it's a ficus, ficus lorata. Ficuses are, just all of them, are a little bit picky. So when you move a ficus um, or when it's stressed, it'll start to drop leaves. Not all of them, but a few. Um, and so for a fiddly fig with its leaves being so huge... You, you notice it because, like, you lose a couple leaves, there goes your whole tree. <laughs> Whereas, like... Sounds like the two-year-old of houseplants. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, with something like... I have a, a little Benjamin ficus in the corner. If I move him, um, like, when we moved a couple months ago, he lost quite a few leaves. But it wasn't super noticeable because he has so many um but with a fiddly fig, it's a little more noticeable. So they're a little bit harder. Gotcha. How much do they usually cost? Are they more expensive, cheaper for yeah. your average house plant? Yeah, so I would say because they're so popular, I meant I meant to mention this earlier, but they're I feel like they're kind of the quintessential plant right now. I love them. They're beautiful. Um, and a lot of people love them as well right now. And so you can find them a lot in like interior design stuff. So because everyone loves them, they are pretty readily available at very decent prices. So depending on the size, I would say it can be low as low as like $10 to $15 for a small one. Um, <laughs> I looked it up for like a huge one. I just wanted to know the top price. <laughs> it was for six, a six foot fiddly fig, it was two hundred and sixty dollars. <laughs> it's expensive, but obviously, you're not gonna be buying a six foot <laughs> fiddly fig unless you're super fancy, you know. Those are the kind that strangle people, though. So yeah, <laughs> look out for those guys. Um, but on average, I would say expect between like twenty to thirty dollars for like. Um, a three, two to three foot fiddle leaf fig, so pretty decent sized. If if my math's correct, so you can get a three foot one for thirty bucks, 
for the next three feet, you pay another 230 bucks. Yeah. For... <laughs> yeah, I know. Isn't that interesting? What happens in between yeah. that time? I don't know. The one I saw, it was pretty big. Like, it had multiple branches coming out and stuff. Uh, okay, so it's a per branch thing. Yeah, probably. Um, but just, like, give you an idea. I know at Ikea, they have five-inch pot um, fiddle leaf figs, and those are only $13. I just checked their prices the other day. Um, so, like, that's really affordable. One of my friends, I say friend, but it was just some girl on Instagram that I messaged. She just had bought one, and so I asked her what it cost because I was doing this podcast, and she got one. I think it was in a 10-inch pot, so I don't know. I would say her plant was probably four feet tall and she said she bought it for $30. So like Mm. they're pretty affordable. They're not too expensive for your average house plant. Gotcha. All right. So this is an important one. When you're out shopping for one, what do you usually look for when you're buying a fiddly fig? Yeah. So I know we talked about a lot of these things in a previous podcast of like, what is it called? I think it was where to shop for houseplants or how to shop for houseplants. I think it was how to shop for houseplants. Yeah, so, excuse me, I just had a little burp. Um, Gross. (laughs) Everyone burps, come on. In the middle of their podcast? Not everyone has a podcast. (laughs) Everyone has a podcast. Anyways, when you are going to buy one, look for irregularities such as brown spots or leaves that are curled, things like that. In general, you're just going to want to avoid that sort of thing. Look for one that has very healthy looking leaves that are all green, no spots. Um, Also, if you look like, oh, what's the word, like at the top of the plant, like... The top top bun, the... The top bun. No, we're we're not talking about buns or epiphytes anymore. (laughs) Anyways, if you look at the top of your fiddle leaf fig, if there are new leaves coming out, um, that means it has the energy to have new growth, and that's always a good sign. So that's something you could look for when buying one. Um, Also, a tip I learned during my research was to pull out your phone and turn on the flashlight and kind of just like get in close, look in the nooks and crannies of the fiddle leaf fig to look for any sort of pests that may be hiding. Um, Yeah, so I would say those things are what you should be looking for when going out to buy one. It's pretty presumptuous of you to think that everyone has a phone with a flashlight. I just carry around a giant old flashlight <laughs> with me. So you should just say, pull out your flashlight that you have with you in Pardon your pocket. Pardon me, yes. <laughs> get out your utility belt. <laughs> yeah. and get out your right. fanny pack and pull out your flashlight. Yeah. All right. So you've pulled out your giant flashlight out your pocket. <laughs> what pests are you looking for? Yeah, so, I don't know, um, fiddle leaf figs are no different than any other houseplant. Um, They're prone to things like mealybugs, which we talked about earlier. They're kind of, um, they're white. They almost look like a little fuzz, like a piece of lint. Anyways, look for little white guys that are 
there in crevices. Scale is also another one that they can get. Scale kind of looks like these, oh, just kind of like little bumps. They lay flat onto stems or onto leaves and they can be kind of wiped off. Um, sometimes you're like, oh, is that a brown spot or is that a, a scale bug? And you can kind of pick off a scale bug. They're kind of gross. I don't really love them. I don't think anyone does. Anyways, <laughs> fiddle leaf figs also can get spider mites, which I don't think it's actually a spider, and it's not actually a mite, so I don't <laughs> know why it's called a spider mite. It's an imposter. Yeah, so, but you can find those. They They do have webbing that they will create, and they're kind of these just like small white insects. They're really small. Um, but you'll be able to see them through their webbing. Yeah, so watch out for those ones. Gotcha. So, how do, how, obviously, you know how to watch her. How often do you watch her? <laughs> <laughs> <The plan. laughs> you're going to get your watering can and you're going to tip it. <laughs> Let gravity do its job. Um, we always use accents when we explain things weird, to each so. other it happens i i there's got to be other couples out there who you use weird accents mm, that's presumptuous of you <laughs> <laughs> i'll stop presuming silly <laughs> things like flashlights and accents <laughs> anyways how often to water your plants so this is also a review of a previous podcast so if you want to know in depth how to like manage water and your houseplant, I would suggest going back and listening to it. But for fiddle leaf figs in particular, you want to set up a consistent watering schedule. Um, if you, you know, let it dry out a ton or you overwater it, it's not going to favor your fiddle leaf fig at all. Like I said, they're pretty picky. So I would say try and be consistent when the soil is dry like you touch it it's not mushy it's not damp um like the top two inches of the soil are dry go ahead and just like soak the soil all the way through so that the extra water drains out the bottom um i would say a fiddly fig because it is a little bit more picky um really you need a pot with drainage holes if you have repotted it into something with no drainage holes that's just asking for trouble because if you overwater it it's not very forgiving um it can easily get root rot and die so make sure you have drainage holes um yeah i talked about consistency um also fiddly figs similar to the pisalia i would say is the most well-known one their leaves will kind of start to droop and sag a little bit when it's in need of water and once you water it they will kind of uh go right back up they'll kind of perk up and go more upright so it'll kind of give you a little heads up that it is needing some water gotcha okay we're gonna take a quick break gather our thoughts, and we'll be right back talking more about fiddly figs.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. We just wanted to give a quick shout out to everyone who did respond to our Instagram story and gave us a lot of these questions to kind of guide this podcast. It means a lot and really helped us out in formatting this episode for what you guys really need when caring for your your fiddly fig. Your finicky fiddly fig. Finicky fiddly fig. Okay. Next question. Um, where should your fiddly fig be placed for its sunlight needs? Yeah, so fiddly figs love bright and direct sunlight. Um, if they get a little bit of direct sunlight, usually that won't affect them too much. Um, but if they do get too much direct sunlight, they can get, um, sunburn. (laughs) Not like they turn pink, Um, but their leaves will start to have brown spots on them. Edges will start to crisp up. And so you don't want it in direct sunlight. Um, I would say that like southern facing windows are kind of the ideal situation where they're getting a lot of really bright indirect sunlight. Um, maybe a little bit of like direct sunlight on them, but it's not too much for them to handle. Um, if you do place them in a darker area... Bright, indirect sunlight, right? Yes. Indirect, not... Indirect. Okay. Just making sure. Does it sound like put it in direct sunlight kind of? Yeah. (laughs) Indirect, so not direct. Non-direct. Yeah, what's a good way to say that? I don't know. But I meant don't put it in the sun directly. Directly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways... If you put it in a darker area of your home, like we said, that is a good way to slowly kill a houseplant. Um, And fiddly figs, I feel like, will die quicker than most if you put it in a dark area. For example, like a snake plant or a ZZ last a long time in lower light because they can handle a little better, but not so much for fiddly figs. So... Um, it'll start to die and it'll start to lean towards the nearest light or the nearest window. Um, so that's what's going to happen if you aren't able to provide it with ideal light, which you don't really want to do. Um, another thing when you're thinking about where to put it in your home, or maybe you already have one and you're thinking maybe you should move it. Another thing to look for is they don't like drafts, whether it's a really hot draft or a really cold draft so you want to keep them away from doors or if you have a window that you love to open every morning maybe keep it away from that window Um, and also even like your vents that's blowing AC or heating into your home can affect them Um, so that's just something to look for if you're having trouble with yours maybe look at like where it's placed if it's by some sort of draft or it's not getting enough light or something like that gotcha um so how often do you fertilize a fiddly fig 
Yeah, so if you're your fig, fiddle leaf fig, fluff. I was thinking, can we come up with an acronym for this? Because I'm getting tired of saying fiddly fig. Let's refer to it as it. It. Okay, if it is in ideal light, you will want to fertilize it about once a month in spring and summer. If it has less than ideal lighting, and I feel like the owner of the houseplant is the best judge. If it has less light and you can tell it's not just... It's not growing a ton, then you're going to be wanting to fertilize it less. So if it's growing lots, it's doing well, I would say fertilize it about once a month during the spring and summer months especially. Yeah. Okay. Um, should I be pruning it? And when can <laughs> it be done? <laughs> okay. You're just making fun of me now. So, yes, you should prune your fiddle leaf fig if you... It. It. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Now I'm going to be so conscious of what I say. Um, If you notice a yellowing leaf, or if it's like your leaf isn't looking the best, you can go ahead and remove the leaf. I would say, we've talked about this before, but don't remove more than 25% of any plant um, at one time. That's just a little too much and can really stress it out. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye on that, that you're not removing too much. If you'd like your fiddly fig <laughs> to be more tree-shaped, <laughs> um, you can remove those lower leaves so that it just has leaves on the top. I was just thinking, what if you did the opposite and just left the leaves <laughs> on the bottom? That'd be so ugly. You know what? Do whatever you want. It's your plant. Well, when you talked about the uh, don't remove more than 25%, I just think about all the different people we've seen pruning their trees and, like, chopping God. off, like... <laughs> Have we talked about this before? No, they just, like, shave off the entire tree, basically. Yeah, it and hurts it just, my heart a little. It just looks like a little bunch of stumps sticking out yeah. of the yeah. big stump. Yeah, don't ever do that. <laughs> then your plant goes into, like, survival mode or it just dies. It's like, yeah. forget this. It's just standing there. <laughs> just a little twig yeah. in the dirt. Um. Yeah, so... Another thing that you can do with your fiddle leaf fig, if the top starts to kind of die off, you can actually do something about this. You can chop off the top and it will start new growth. Um, it'll pop out a new stem on the side and like basically restart its whole top. Um, so if you're having trouble on the top of it, you can do that. Um, but yeah, I would say if you have a leaf that you aren't loving the way it looks, you can go ahead and remove it. That's that's my two cents. Okay. How do you propagate it? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. First off, what is propagate? We've talked about propagation in a previous episode. Just mm -hmm. brief summary. What is propagation in case people don't know? Yeah, propagation is creating a a separate plant from an existing one okay so so how do you do that <laughs> <laughs> so to do this with a fiddle leaf fig um there are two main ways to do this um i think they might be the two only ways to do this anyways well of course there's seeds but we're not talking about seeds so you can do air layering which is 
I would say it's a little more difficult to do at home. Um, what's the word? It it's, has better results. That's Those are the words. That's a lot of words. <laughs> um, anyway, so air layering has better results just because you're able to end up with a, um, a separate plant that is bigger. So for air layering, the process is making a cut around the entire bark layer of your fiddle leaf fig. Um, so directly on its stem and you wrap around soil around it and you kind of put, I think when I did it, I'd use saran wrap around this ball of soil around the cut that you just made. And then you tape it on there, kind of tie it up with some rubber bands or whatever. You enclose it in a dark material. I use tin foil just so that light can't get in. Um, and then you have an opening to be able to water it. And roots will start to grow out of the cut that you made into the bark. And eventually, when there are enough roots, you can simply chop off the whole thing underneath the roots and pull away a whole new plant basically that you can put into soil so if this sounds like heart surgery like you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you're gonna want a suture no, i'm just kidding i know nothing about you've heart never surgery. done heart surgery before? no no <laughs> anyway so that's air layering um so if you have a big fiddly fig, it's an option for you to create a whole new one. Um, give it to your neighbor or Sounds keep like it for a yourself. Good YouTube video to make. Yeah, we gotta go get a fiddly fig. <laughs> That's what I heard that we're gonna go get a fiddly fig. Not a six foot one. Whew, no, that's that's too big for this they, little apartment. They strangle people, <laughs> and they're tuning sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah, and that. Um, so the other way to propagate it is by stem cutting. Basically, you're going to have one of your big leaves that looks, looks like a fiddle, and you are going to chop it with a little bit of the stem attached, maybe like one or two inches down. Um, usually there's not very much stem to chop off because the leaves are so close to the main stem. So anyways, you're going to chop that off and place it into soil or water. Um, rooting hormone does help it successfully create roots. So you can dip it into rooting hormone and then place it in water or soil. And it will start to grow roots. Eventually, um, a new stem will sprout and start creating a new fiddly fig. All right. Um when do you repot it then? And what's the difference between propagating and repotting? So propagating is making that um, new separate plant, right? And repotting it is just your original fiddly fig. You're putting it into a new pot to kind of give it more room to grow. Gotcha. So it's getting too big. Yes. Yeah. So fiddly figs are happy being a little bit root bound. So if you have just bought one from the store, let it stay in its nursery pot for a while. That's totally fine. Um, when to repot it is when you start seeing lots of roots. Um, 
like coming out of those little bottom bottom drainage holes of your pot, that's when you know that it's probably time to get a bigger pot. I would say try and find one that's about two inches bigger. Um, and when you're ready and your fiddly fig is like it's in good health and not struggling, or maybe I guess you can do it when it's struggling. I don't know. Do whatever you want. Do whenever you want, really. <laughs> um, I guess whenever you want and the roots are coming out and it's ready to be repotted. Um, yeah, stick it into that newer pot with some new soil around it so that it'll fit in. And as it matures, I read this in multiple sources that as it gets like big and it matures, you don't need to repot it nearly as much as you do in those first um, few years of its life. You can simply remove the top two inches of the soil and then put new soil on top of it. It's called top dressing. Hmm. So what kind of soil would you use when you're repotting? Um, I would say that you can just use your basic indoor potting soil. Um, like, for example, I use Miracle's potting mix. Miracle Grow. Did I just Miracle say Miracle? Grow. Yeah, Miracle Grow. Yeah, Miracle Grow potting mix. And we could include a link. I can include a link for the soil I use and for the rooting hormone I use. Um, I think those are the only two things we've really talked about, right? Yeah. Um, okay, we got two more things to cover. Um, does it fiddly <laughs> fig like humidity? Yes, they love humidity. And we actually had someone submit a question where they brought their fiddly fig inside where it wasn't quite as humid and their plant was being a bum for them and started to the leaves started to turn kind of brown um so if you notice that your leaves are starting to kind of brown in weird places um and you know it's not it's lighting you know it's not the water it could be humidity just because it's a fiddly fig and it can be that way I don't know the more we talk about it, the more complicated this plant seems. It's really not that bad. I feel like in general they're fine. But to kind of help with this, so that you don't have to deal with this problem, um, there are things that you can do. And I was reading about this in, oh, what is WSU? Is that Washington State? I should have written down the whole school. No. Sounds like it. Could I think be. it. I think it was Washington State University. It was a publication that they had had about increasing humidity for your houseplant, and so these are some things that they suggested that they have done research on that actually work. So, the first thing being just keeping your water schedule regular will help your plant not deal with humidity problems as much. Um, but you can also have a humidity tray. Do you know what that is? Sam, have you ever heard of that humidity it's tray? A tray that that humidifies. Yes, that's really? yes, technically right. It's oh. a tray full of little pebbles, gravel or rocks. You fill it with like water, not a ton of water, just enough to like 
not mm-hmm, I don't know just enough water you know what I mean <laughs> just it's not gonna cover the rocks completely but anyways you'll put water in there with that base layer of rocks and you set it underneath your plant so you just set the pot your potted plant on top of it or you can set it by it and it basically slowly evaporates and releases that water into the air so that is an option um I know that for us probably not an option because I feel like little kids would love to get those little pebbles and chuck them everywhere (laughs) (laughs) anyways so if you don't have kids it's a great option um you can also get a humidifier they can uh, they can help if you put them right directly by your house plants um you if you have a really bright bathroom that gets enough light you could put your fiddly yeah. fig in the bathroom there's a big lots old of humidity. window in the shower yeah <laughs> i know no one wants that in generally bathrooms are pretty dark um but just in case that's a humid place in your home that it would probably love if it has good lighting <laughs> big window in front of the toilet <laughs> Oh my goodness, that would be awful. Another option is to encase it in glass. I'm like saying these, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Who has a glass case that is that big? Yeah, especially for the six foot fifth. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you live in a glass house, yeah. (laughs) An aquarium for your... (laughs) Yeah, so maybe that one's not very applicable for a fiddle leaf fig. But if you happen to have a giant glass case... That's a good way to keep in the humidity that a plant creates. Um, another one that is something that anyone can do is to simply get more plants around it because plants are always transpiring, which means they are releasing water into the air, whether well, their leaves do it, but I feel like also the soil, the water in the soil can evaporate a little bit. So in general, the like micro environment around your house plant. I'm like putting my my hand by the piece of lace so Sam can <laughs> visually see this. Um, it is more humid than it is outside of that little environment. So by putting more plants around a fiddly fig, it creates a little bit more humidity for your plant. So if it if you notice that it's humidity is hurting there's not enough maybe try moving some of your other house plants by it and see if that helps um one thing that i was reading in this publication from washington state university is that misting is not very effective it doesn't help the relative humidity um it's something very popular like they have really cute misters out there that you can buy and it seems fun but it actually doesn't help that much um they're just in it for the money just in it for the money but yeah so those are my suggestions on if your your fiddly fig needs a little bit more humidity you can tell it's kind of hurting okay you have any any do you have any 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 do you have (laughs) any Extra care tips. I do. Of course you do. Because I can... You can see I can them. can see them. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my extra care tips are to dust your fiddle leaf fig with a clean cloth. Um, 
and this goes for all plants, but if you are cleaning off their leaves, which tend to gather dust or dust, <laughs> like what else could it gather? <laughs> I think it's just dust. Uh, Keychains. <laughs> Anyways. <It's> collecting. <laughs> Coins. Pokemon cards. Anyways, you should be dusting off the leaves of your fiddly fig. It will help their leaves better photosynthesize um, and just, I don't know, just keep them in good health. They don't love to be sitting um, with dirt and dust on their leaves. Um, so my second extra care tip and my last one, last thing we're going to talk about today is if your fiddle leaf is starting to get too big, it starts to kind of tip or lean a certain way you can always support it with a bamboo cane. That is pretty common because this plant is a bit more tree-like. And that is that is it. That's all my tips. Okay. Go drop 260 bucks on a fiddly fig. Let's do it. Let's and... put it in a glass bathroom. <laughs> with big windows. And <laughs> I that guess is... that's that's because it's like no one's listening to this part of the podcast. They episode. are. Have some faith. No, but it's how, how far into this episode are we? How we're like almost 40 minutes into it. Yeah. Lots of good stuff, though. We hope this really does help you guys take care of your fiddly figs. If you have one, if you're thinking of getting one, they're beautiful plants. I think they're great accent pieces to go in any home they're super popular and easy to get your hands on one too so okay sounds great thanks for listening everyone we'll see you next episode well we won't see you we will we'll uh you'll hear us yeah (laughs) you'll listen to us we have no contact with you the listener anyways Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or Pocket Cast. Also, you can follow us at Tinny Plants on Instagram, Pinterest, or YouTube. Once again, that's Tenny Plants, T-E-N-N-E-Y Plants. If you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, email us at tennyplants at gmail.com. Or if you're on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and don't forget to like and subscribe. See you next time.